Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Home Theater United. I am Sam Poston. And my name is Brian Dobbs, and I am dancing here, Sam. When you're playing that music, I'm dancing here. A little jig. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know it, but Brian is absolutely smitten with the singing voice of Miss Rebecca Black. I think we've created a monster. (laughs) She has ended up in a totally different place Mm -hmm. from whence she started, and I've gone down that deep rabbit hole, and I'm having trouble coming back out from it so all right well brian i don't know I, what to do i have watched the videos that you posted on last week's episode and i do concur she has improved as an artist and uh, i wish her all the luck but i am not falling down that rabbit hole hey all right all right so brian we do have a special guest tonight uh mr robert zone robert you want to say hi hello everybody thanks for joining us tonight this is uh i'm very honored and thankful to be here with everybody thank you <laughs> well we've thanks wa- for joining us yeah yeah absolutely yeah. we have wanted to have you on the show since we started this in fact when uh when Brian invited me to be his co-host, uh, you know, we, we went through and said, who do we want to have on this? And we, we said retailers and people in the industry and actors. And, and so you, you were right up there at the start. And uh, we've been trying to figure out what the angle would be to get you in on the show. And, and certainly the Black Friday with the retailers really yep. hits that mark. Yes, it does. So Brian and I are going to talk about Black Friday a little bit, and then we'll jump back with you in about three or four minutes, if that's cool, Robert. Very great. You bet. I'll listen in. Okay, very good. So Thank Brian, you. as everybody knows from last week's show, is the world's number one Black Friday fan. So, <laughs> and, and as we know from what we've discovered, that Black Friday is not a date, uh, which would be four days from now but now an entirely new season that um, I think might start on January 1st of every year now. So, but, yeah, but Thanksgiving's just getting consumed. I think so. I mean, it's almost like Thanksgiving's an afterthought at this point. I know, because every time I go eat food, or at least in years past, I'm always thinking, okay, when can I stop eating and go start buying yes. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh no problem robert um yeah if you would uh until we give you a shout back that'd be great but uh give uh, the dog sounds wonderful so give him a pet for us please brian uh so what have you purchased so far this black friday season dude it's nothing but blu-rays and and 4ks you know i'm surprised man a lot of 4ks are going for 10 bucks seven bucks is it, it was the 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 big chunk that I saw one of one of my friends I believe is up to twenty eight discs so far Brian I don't I don't think you've got them beat do you twenty eight I might yeah I, I don't have that much in front of me right now because I I got some but I still got a whole lot on the way yep I'll have to, I I don't know. He had things coming from like six different retailers and he showed me a stack of them. He's like, this is just one day's worth of deliveries. I, I've bought two so far. I bought Snake Eyes G.I. Joe and uh, right. I can't remember the other one. Oh, um, it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't uh, the, the, the perfect movie, Shawshank Redemption. I uh-huh. missed out on that because during our conversation, you said, oh, I think that's, an, you know, it's 4K now and I bet I have that upgraded and todd's like no you don't they don't upgrade that one for you and he was right and so i immediately went to go try to buy it for seven bucks and they were awesome so we'll have to see if anybody comes up with uh, those between now and christmas dude i'm sorry to hear that that sucks that's such a good movie well that's okay but- i i've got i've got it in hd and i think hd is good enough for most uh mo- most watching so you know my By theaters- the end of the show i'll have a count okay p- please do 
I, I got a spreadsheet. I got my spreadsheets. You know my spreadsheets, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I got a, I, I'll count it and I'll, I'll circle back around to this question. But okay, what I, what I have here in front of me on my desk, I'm happy to say I finally got my hands on Tenet. Nice. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I would have thought you would have pre-ordered that. I was surprised. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, you know, Wonder Woman '84, Predestination. I won't go through all of them. Just a few of the highlights here. Finally got Star Trek original series one, uh, one through three series, nice. um, you know, seasons one through three. Finally. Very so I cool. want to watch those with my kids. Um, and those are in 4k or just Blu-ray? The Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So, uh, I saw that, uh, Mr. Nolan's, uh, Oppenheimer is now climbing up over a hundred million dollar production. And well, as it should, well, I mean, you, Nolan. you've, you've got two bomb drops. How do you spend a hundred million dollars on two bomb drops? I don't know. I don't know, man, my, but if there's a guy who's going to do it right. I guess. I mean, the, boy, Chris, I can't imagine how much action is going to be on a biopic of Robert Oppenheimer, but uh, I am prepared mm. to be surprised. Yeah, I've heard they cast a lot of big names. Okay, uh, well, that Kelly Murphy, Robert Downey, Matt Damon. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I, so you know, I'm on board. Big. I'm on board. So, yeah. All right. So should we uh, jump into our main subject tonight, Brian? Let's, I know, yeah, I, let's I know do he's it, got man. a hard stop. So let's, uh, let's bring Robert back. Robert, you back with us? I think the dog got him. Yes. Thank you. I'm back. <laughs> so Robert, why don't you tell us a little bit about value first and how you got started and how long you've been in business and what you guys are up to? Well, thank you. That's a big question, actually. Thank you. Uh, well, we started the company in November of 1998, so it's 24 years ago. And um, I started it because it was the transition from analog TV to digital HD TV. And we had Rec 709 color from Rec 601 color, and we had HD TV resolution 720 and 1080 uh, it was a big advancement in picture quality we had 8-bit instead of 6 or 4-bit we used to get in analog days so it wasn't that long ago but it was when we got good picture quality and it's every 30 plus years we get a new tv system now we have next gen tv coming atsc 3.0 which emulates what's going on with 4k hdr with wide color and 10-bit instead of 8-bit so, you know, again, progressing along in that way. So it was my enthusiasm and interest in the science and the art of uh, fine video and storytelling that uh, persuaded me that I wanted to uh, be on the premium end of bringing premium high-definition picture and Dolby Atmos audio uh, to homes. So we started an integration business uh, in the village of Scarsdale 24 years ago. And before that, I was a TV broadcast engineer. So this has been a lifetime career and passion. So you definitely um, saw this all coming. Uh, you you were right in the thick of it technologically. Yeah, yeah and... I was in the, in the, in the uh, transition and the creation mm-hmm. of analog TV transitioning to digital from the late 80s to the early 90s uh, in the in the development of it. So yeah, I'm keenly interested in this space in the world. <laughs> and so you sell um, you sell flat panels, you sell short throw projectors and receivers. What, what yeah. else do you guys uh, stock up? Yeah, and long throw projectors. We have a full theater in our store that demonstrates ultra short throw and multiple projectors uh, in a reference theater with a 15 channel Dolby Atmos system, also high end. Uh, we have two ultra short throws in our main showroom, uh, a Samsung uh, LS9T and the new Hisense L9G. These are both triple laser, real beautiful uh, ultra short throw. We have triple the laser, 20, wow. Yeah, triple <laughs> laser. 
We have the 100-inch um, Sony $20,000 X92, 100-inch full array local dimmed LCD, gorgeous TV, just came out, one of the few showrooms that have it. Uh, you know, of course, we have 83-inch A90J on the showroom right next to an 83-inch C1. Well, the, A9, so the A90J was on my short list for 2021, and I think JVC kicked it off there with their updated projectors. So hopefully yep. those come well, pretty that could, soon. That could happen, you know. Amongst yep. us uh, enthusiasts, things like that, dilemmas can happen and changes can happen. Mm. We're, we're boy, a fickle bunch. You, there are no mistakes to be made here, but projection is a different game, and it's a, a better experience because it's so much more immersive, and you're really in the movie experience, watching a documentary or a movie or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so there's... Um, you know, a theater can't be beat, and then JVC comes out with this gorgeous 8K laser projector line. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if you've heard it, uh, Robert, but my uh, my theater got washed out. Uh, I am now down to bare boards in my basement doing the uh, doing doing the remodel. So wow. I am very much looking forward to having 8K when that's all back up and running. Very good. And you know, 8K consumer cameras, prosumer, you might call them, are in the three to four thousand dollar range from Canon, Nike. Icon, all these major companies, even Sharp has one. And they're, they're prosumer. They're really beautiful. They're native 8K. You can shoot video or and or still. That's awesome. I got, and, that, that That's really incredible. Just really quick. I know this isn't really a show about cameras, but um, yeah. what's, what's the reasoning behind moving to 8K? Well, it, it is more than just resolution. Of course, in sports where you can blow something up, a long shot, and you could zoom it because you don't have it optically zoomed, and you can get a close-up and keep the resolution tight. Oh, that has good, yeah. It has a good benefit there. But oh, the, yeah. other, the other reason is um, that 8K is not just about the resolution. There are more pixels, so there's more light out. There's also better black, but it's much brighter because there's more pixels. Oh. So there's more pixels to generate the light. So 8K televisions have a higher dynamic tonal range. And that gives the image more depth and almost a natural 3D look to it. Uh, so it's a little beyond the resolution, what all the pixel density and the amount mm -hmm. of and the density of them as well. So it's a more accurate thing. The way Joel Silver once described it to me was, if you're making a circle, if you have more steps, right. you have a finer circle. Right. The longer, even a further distance away, you'll see that ragged edge or a smooth edge. And 8K has more pixels, has more resolution, so it can make a circle better. So that's even another little point. Yeah. So there are little edge edge enhancements that are natural, that are in the in the content naturally. It's also more film like because it has more pixels. Film is a is a continuous gradation tone. It's a continuous tone. You have to digitize that and break it into little pieces. When you break it into more fine pieces, it's a more closer resemblance to the original content, to the original film, including the film look. So 8K does more. And also your brain does a thing, which is really strange, and please forgive me, but so help me, this is scientifically true, to correct things that we know look better than what we can actually even see. So we perceive them because we fix them in our brilliant brain to, because what we acknowledge that we have, this is what I guess they call now this artificial intelligence when they put it into processors, when they mimic the human system and Sony calls it cognitive intelligence. So it's not just, it's, it's, it's not just marketing. The there, there, there's some real tech behind the, those buzzwords, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you see the 8K picture next to a 4K and up converted clean 4K Blu-ray disc and you see it on a 8K TV, it's appreciably better picture. Its contrast is 
much greater. It has more detail and depth. Looks more natural and 3D looking. Well, the one thing that most people can't do is is look at you know those things side by side where they really can in a store like yours. Yeah, and I've been up. Well, there. I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've been up to your store and it is an experience. So if anybody yeah. has the ability to run up Scarsdale and yeah. look at the best of the best TVs and projectors, I yeah. highly recommend. That. It's way better than this just wall of uncalibrated TVs at your Best Buy. Yeah. Because yeah, you guys really you. do take that care that's necessary to, to, to show what's really possible in the art and science. Well, thank you. I enjoy doing this, and it is my love, the art and science, as you said. Mm-hmm. So that's what drives me. And I like to share that fabulous hobby. It's entertainment. And it's amazing what they put into these Hollywood movies. Or well, whatever your documentary is or whatever you're watching. Yeah. It's amazing what goes into producing this these beautiful films and we should see it as the uh, creators intended us to see it with all that emotion i love telling this one second story and so help me it's true so we have high-end stuff we have a gorgeous movie theater we have two theaters and and we have an 83 inch a90j with a nice multi-channel surround sound system and uh, when we have a high-end theater as i say when we watch a comedy romance my wife moves close to me and puts her arm around. She holds my hand. Honestly, ah. you feel the romance. This is true, so help me God. Yeah. You feel it. And and when we watch an action adventure, we're at the edge of our seat. We are feeling like we're in the movie. We feel like we're in the action. It's it, And I... That I want to bring that experience to people's homes. And that's always been since the 24 years ago that I started this company, what my single intent has been. See, this is my man here, Sam. He's speaking yeah, of heart. Told, I told you, I told you, it, it's it's the whole package here. Now, now well, let me just this ask you My this. single intent is to bring that to everybody's house. So, and I don't care how much money you spend. I want you to get the best experience because yeah, you're in yeah. even the right picture mode, if that's what it takes, you know. Um, Just quick question on, on another technical question. What is your perspective on high frame rate well you know when needed it's really good of course obviously for sport and um for effect for fast movement things and even in hollywood if it's race car things or crashes or whatever there are needs for fast pace that's when you need it what it is is about motion um at least that's how it could be best used and what happens when you use high frame rate it plays back at a lower frame unless it's readjusted yeah, mm. so we've seen that, like with the you know some of the movies filmed as high as two forty, right, and then yeah. get shown in one twenty or even sixty. Yeah, and they show it in slow motion, right? Some some of the sequences, yeah. Yeah, I know they can. They have the ability to do that. Yeah, it's another thing that high frame rate it commits you to do easily is to do slow motion. Sure. You have That's all true. that content stored up, and you could certainly display it in as low as 30 to get a good image. That's Because awesome. Douglas Trumbull was talking about how directors aren't using it right because they're right. not inserting black frames right. for and the eye to take a break. Right. That's right. So it's that digital look, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that digital look. So, you know, it has so why don't they do that? Effect. I think sports is the only real value. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think the ATSC will will really uh, make a big jump with sports going to high frame rate? Yes, and I think it'll also do a great job doing uh, 1080p and doing HDR 10-bit, even when it's 1080p, and that matters more than giving us 4K. Mm. I think they'll give us a lot of 10-bit to HDR with wide color. Yeah, I, I've stopped watching most broadcasts because the streaming services are actually giving better quality. On, streaming on, has improved greatly. Yeah, yeah. The streaming compression has... Yep. Streaming's improved greatly. But this ATSC 3.0, boy, I'm so optimistic and hot on this. I'm 
Very nice. bullish. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that because I've uh, I've been a downer on broadcast and cable for a while. So if you think that that's uh, the real deal, I'll I'll look forward to it. Every that. 30 years, we get a new TV system. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if I've... The interactive stuff is great. I just want to tell you one story about what a PBS channel did um, in a rural community that had ATSC 3.0 uh, because some cities have had it for over a year already. It's, it's a lot of different things. It's not just better picture quality. I'm most interested in that. It's interactive TV. So the parents can or anybody in the house can sign up uh, with their cell phone number to get text of things that they feel are important. So in this particular case, this public broadcasting station uh, used it to text parents when their young, young children were watching a PBS channel. And it told them the name of the channel and what, what, what the content was about in a very brief summary. And then it said, here's what your child is learning. And here's some questions that you can ask them to have a very interactive, nice conversation with them about the show they just watched. Mm. And the parents had those conversations with the kids mm -hmm. and they were like the world-class parent-kid conversations. Mm. And they got letters in from people, hundreds and hundreds of people, how it enriched their family life. Wow. Well, I'm super. So, you know, ATSC 3 <laughs> oh, I am gun ho. Yes. It I, has so many features. And it, it, it's, are they going to, I'm all about gonna... picture quality, but that's a nice example of how to use the second screen and interactive. Picture in picture is back with multiple screens. Oh, <laughs> picture in picture. Oh, geez. Yeah. You just, we used to have that. It's back yeah, again. <laughs> back in the 90s. Yeah. We um, got it again. And that's a good thing. <laughs> what about, are they going to ever start broadcasting over the year? Over the air in uh, 4K UHD? Yes, they are. So that's the other good thing. There will be a, a select amount of content. What they have to do is get more bandwidth. So here's the way they're going to do it. They're going to share some of the bandwidth from the adjacent channels. And they have a share bank. And so many hours they borrowed, they have to pay back to their competitor. That's the way mm. it works. 4K needs more bandwidth mm. than the six megahertz yeah because so, um, i was frustrated it's work it's gonna work they all agreed hey let's not be too greedy because we won't have anything if we're not if we say no then we can't do 4k so but they're all going to be doing hdr 1080p not 1080i They'll be doing 10-bit, not 8-bit. It'll be uncompressed, lossless, Dolby Atmos. Well, that's awesome. HDR, that's awesome HDR to hear. 10. It could be HLG, but it'll be HDR. It's It seemed like they prioritized, you know, advertising and multiple, the number of channels. I wish they wouldn't do that, but they did that too. God damn it. I uh, wasn't going to talk about that. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, because that, that's what burned it for the last gen for me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Oh, well. well they they well, did do that, and they have new revenue streams of all sorts. Uh, <laughs> I hate advertising, Robert. That's the one one gotcha in my life that have oh, I, I wish they could... wouldn't have. They really did do that. You mm. know, it's public uh, free television. It's paid for by the advertisers. Mm. Yeah, and you can't buy any premium service. It's not available. Uh, oh, boy. And you could set up a DVR. That's kind of interesting. With a TiVo, of course, but they, they don't have an ATSC 3.0 tuner yet. Mm. You can just do a PC hard drive, you know, I guess. Sure. <laughs> it's complicated. Well, we've, we've got plenty of tinkers at Home Theater Forum. So when that, you know, goes wide, that there'll be folks I'm, doing I'm that. very bullish on it, and everybody should get it. Okay. So well, we will good quality, and we want that lossless audio and video. And All right, well, we'll right. stand by for that. But the reason we had you on for tonight, <laughs> it's Friday, Friday. <laughs> down on friday <laughs> is because as a retailer this is like your number one time of year right how are you guys preparing for black friday and what do you got in the hopper 
Well, of course, we stocked up because prices are very low and people are shopping more mm-hmm. uh, for these categories during Black Friday. So we're prepared more with a larger supply of inventory to, to fulfill orders without back order. So that's what we have to do, of course. And um, we, uh, you know, interesting, I know it's on your agenda of list of items, but I just wanted to get it out front right away, is that every authorized dealer follows a promotional roadmap that comes from the manufacturers. They have three different names for them. The most popular one is UPP. It stands for Unilateral Price Program. And it means that the retailer agrees when he signs a dealer agreement to uh, use this prices that the manufacturer publishes as the recommended price. You can sell it for whatever you want, but you won't get certain perks and benefits of being a dealer if you violate this uh, policy. So you won't be cut off or anything. And I guess that's how they get around uh, price fixing. But it sure feels like that. <laughs> anyway, it's the same price at uh, every retailer who's an authorized retailer. I don't want to mention any names because I don't need to mention Best Buy and Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have like a lot of window shoppers, people that come check stuff out at your place? Or? Well, yeah, and we have a retail showroom. And we're e-commerce mm-hmm. in all of all across America. So with- we're authorized to sell and distribute and ship across America. And LG, Samsung, and Sony direct ship our orders in every zip code from their local warehouses. Right. We only do the tri-state New York area, uh, and our e-commerce is fulfilled by the brands th- themselves very kindly. Nice. Uh, because we are in this very good category uh, status. Oh, but with, my with my point. My point was with the universal pricing, it's like yeah. somebody isn't going to come to your store and then go to Best Buy to get a better price. Right? Everybody's got that's the same right. Price. There's no better price. It's the same price. That, that's right. And we're actually not permitted. Right. <laughs> it's a crazy new world. Yep. But because you're that's small, you can provide world. that, you know, that, that yeah. detailed expert advice and the service yeah, that you're not. Same for. price everywhere. Yeah. And there may be some other advantages uh, that we may have. Sure. Rather than mention them all. So, are holiday specials going on already for you? Wow, they sure are. So, you know, it's interesting. I heard you say, I was listening in, that, you know, it's sort of all week. And you're 100% right. It actually, um, a lot of times, started a week ago. But most of it started uh, this Sunday or Monday, mostly today, Monday. Uh, this week, the prices started. Some of them started even last Friday, as early as last. Um, and they end on the uh, 29th, on Monday, the 29th. And that's Cyber Monday. And that's when all the sale prices are over from every premium brand on every single model. Every price goes up after November 29th. And that's a Monday. It happens to be, um, I think, Hanukkah, by the way. (laughs) So folks folks should buy now and then they can watch the nice Thanksgiving uh, football games uh, on their new TV, right? Yeah, and uh, it, it ends with every company on that day, every company. And uh, Black Friday is technically this coming Friday, the 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. So technically, it's that day. Now, if you were going to ask me if there was any specials coming up on that day that aren't available now, I'm not allowed to tell you. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So that, that's a good hint. I'm not allowed to tell uh-huh. you. But I will tell you that the vast majority of everything has begun, especially since last Friday and even more today. And there really is nothing exciting, new or different uh, on Black Friday and itself or Cyber Monday. 
And all this ends on Monday the 29th. The money comes from the manufacturers and is gone forever. And the prices go up and they'll never be this low again mm -hmm. until end of model year, maybe. Right, right, right. The lowest price of the year and it'll never be this low again. So I, I guess the, the, the question becomes, um, do, do you actually prefer that, that, that it's this whole season thing? Or would you you know prefer it was just Black Friday through Cyber Monday and you know, everybody kind of agrees this is when the, these are the the day or two or four instead of this yeah. just nebulous season. Yeah, I would rather all the prices be more stable and lower throughout mm -hmm. the year and use this money which you know very respectfully and not that it matters a lot but they take all the markup away from the dealer. So when we sell you a 65 inch A80J um XR Bravia OLED TV for $17.99 and we pay the shipping and we pay a bank profit fee, we lose money. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a bummer because I mean we we've seen just the the the, the loss of of stores like yours, right? Yeah. No, that, we're fine. We're fine. You know, yeah. but that's what the story is. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's pretty amazing that that's what it's down to, you know. So the prices are very aggressive and do buy now, you bet. Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to support it. And I hope it spurs on more people to come in and buy it that maybe wouldn't have spent that much. But it's back up to, I don't know what it is, $21.99 after this. Uh, and that's just one product. The same thing with LG's OLED and the same thing with Samsung's QN90A, very popular product. This is the time now. And on, on the 29th is the last day of all of those sales, all of those products. Right. And, uh, so and that includes the LCDs, OLEDs from every brand and every level, including the gallery series and the master series. The master series never has a price and will not. So no price, no price drop on the A90J. Correct. And that mm. will not have a price. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. most yeah. of most of the, the home theater forum listeners and home theater United listeners are looking at premium products, right? So uh, yeah. they're, they're not really the doorbuster market, right? So yeah. you, you generally don't do like doorbuster type stuff and things along those lines to clear inventory or anything like that like a best buy might yeah. do well you know all of this is regulated by the manufacturers best buy wouldn't do that to violate the shore or map or upp policy they would not whatever best buy does value electronics if they have a doorbuster show it to me we're the same there's no such thing as a violation they would every company lg sony samsung would violate best buy if they did that would would punish them right but you're not carrying the, those product now if it's discontinued product they mm. say it's off the shore or off the map price once it's like a year old model right but a lot of the things that they're doing the doorbusters are the stripped down models that you're probably not carrying anyway well yeah we do moderate to high end we don't do entry-level televisions too too much okay so I guess, I don't know, but most of that's pretty well regulated. Their doorbuster is is uh, sanctioned by the manufacturer, and the same, and they call it a doorbuster, and it's the same price as every other retailer, honestly. Well, that's good. To, that's good to know, because I they may just call it a doorbuster. It's very good marketing. <laughs> I don't have friends who are camping out anymore, but I, I definitely I tell you something that those OLED TV prices are LG and Sony are doorbusters, man. Period. Yeah. They are literally doorbusters. Volume is sick. And and the quality and is amazing. Shipping, I want people to buy them. I, you know what? I'm a friggin hobbyist. I am the worst capitalist ever made. I don't mind if I don't make money if people buy an OLED TV, a C1, a G1, or an A80J, and they bought it and I made nothing on it. It warms my heart that they own that TV. 
I'm an idiot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that's why we love you at Home Theater Forum, Robert. You, well, you, great. I mean, it makes no sense, but yeah. that's the way I am. <laughs> well, as long as you can stay afloat, we're we're happy for that. And and sure. And I know so many of our members have gotten good advice from you based on, you know, their individual, um, you know, how their rooms are laid out and wife acceptance yeah. factors and all those and how much light they've got and stuff like that. So everybody's different, right? Yeah. Uh, so, Robert, the, the other reason why we wanted to have you on was to talk about your TV shootout that you uh, just finished up not too long ago. Can you tell us a little bit about that and who the big winners were? Well, boy, was that fun, because this is such a big year of technical display advancements. You know, we have the largest OLEDs we ever had. We have the brightest OLEDs because they can pull the panels thermally and drive them harder to much higher peak lumens to give it a more 3D dimensional look with more dynamic range. Um, unbelievable color volume, big, big technology. Yeah, the video processor. I haven't seen an advancement in that technology in many years. I want to say a decade. This new XR processor, boy, that is crazy good in its scaling of low resolution like cable to its native or to its display resolution. Um, it's just a great, you know, to see 83-inch OLED TVs and 85-inch mini LEDs. My hat's off to those guys. They're doing a great job. High peak lumens just beautiful so uh this is a big big year so it was an important year for us the 8k category was much more important this year so we separated it into a 4k shootout with the premium brands and the flagship models and then we did a very quick second 8k shootout with the three top ones and we put the two kings next to each other the 4k and the 8k winners and we ran beautiful 4k blu-ray content and then we did 8k content dumbed down to 4k for the 4k tv just to show the perceived dis difference of picture quality that's beyond just the resolution uh, advantages that you have of the of the higher resolution and i know we spoke about it off camera a little bit and i can get into some of that if you wanted to talk about it of course yeah for sure can, can you first of all tell us who won and what what the overall impressions well, were sony sony won the 4k shootout uh, with the oled the master series a90j and you know it was much more expensive than any other tv at the event it it it's an oled and, and only lg's g1 came in second and not far behind um and at every year the oleds win the, the tv shootout as they do in all evaluator reviews uh worldwide from all professional reviewers so i'm sorry to the lcd guys who who don't like me or whatever it's not me don't take it personally i like lcds in fact they got great this year as well these uh, mini LEDs are performing very beautifully with better blacks and they're beautiful and bright and boy, they're really doing a good job in every category. So um, Samsung's doing a great job there and so is even LG and Sony, of course. So who, who won I, the 8K I, and who won the short throws? The 8K, the 8K was LG because they had the only OLED in the event. And, you know, I'm totally hands-off. I assigned it this year to Stacey Spears. He's a well-respected uh, video engineer. He's the chief technology engineer at Red Camera. They make the 8K cameras that filmmakers use to shoot Hollywood films, and he's the technology chief technology. Uh, he also is the creator of the Spears and Munsell uh, test discs, pretty, pretty popular. Anyway, it's hands-off for me. We had Stacey running it this year, and... Um, we had a lot of great experts, that's for sure, working with him. Justin Dustel doing calibrations. I don't know if you know who that is. And I believe he's big... been on your videos, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've seen him there. Yeah. So anyway, we had top, top people set it up and we had Hollywood uh, colorists and filmmakers and as our panel of expert judges, uh, film finishers, actually cinematographers and film directors um, and and uh, colorists, film colorists uh, from Hollywood that were our judges. So we had a really good expert panel of judges, 10, 10 judges. It was a great event at the Ultra Short Throw, which is our first year doing it. But that product would not let me sleep at night. It's shouted out at me we need a shootout we need to expose this category because this product has advanced technically so so much more than any other display yeah like they zero to hero in three years boy they really have they now go to easily three thousand nits which is nice high peak lumens their dedicated red green blue laser prices have come down so low their lenses are beautiful. They're, they're doing a better job with this ultra short throw projection category. And a lot of companies are in it now. And it really has a has a purpose. So um, I had to do it this year. So we added that. And of course, we separated 4K from 8K. So we had three events this year. And it was a busy, busy time. So uh, Hisense won. And uh, none of this is based on the price of the product. Strictly based on picture quality. Like the... Um, it was the highest price products that won the uh, OLEDs, the 4K and 8K, but it was the second highest price. I think Samsung may have been $1,000 more and, and came in a really close second. And one note on that is we didn't weight the categories. So black level is the single most important thing to, to weight. But whenever I used to talk about doing that for OLEDs, uh, I, got, I got a lot of pushback from everybody who said, look, OLEDs are doing okay on their own. They don't need me to, to weight the scale yeah, and put my put your finger on it. <laughs> so I was always discouraged. So, but anyway, Samsung's blacks are better. And that's like the most important category, but we didn't weight it because of my stupid policy, mm -hmm. which doesn't apply when you're going into a new category where blacks, nobody has good blacks and blacks are a very important element. Okay. So I should have weighted it higher and not listened to my echoing. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Do you, do you so think Samsung you... has a has a strength there? But overall, I still think that Hisense would have won, even if we would have weighted the category, because they did fairly decisively win every other one. Geometry, sharpness, color saturation. The, the, the color accuracy and color saturation is fantastic. Hisense was clearly a better picture in those elements. And do you... so they, they deserve the win. But it would have been a little closer. Do you put that down to the the use of the laser technology? Is that really transformed the category? Is that what the the fundamental change is, or is there more to it? Well, laser gave us brighter image and gives us a more stable light that doesn't, you know, a bulb degrades rather slowly before it goes dead. So it's changing its luminance level. Laser does that to a lesser degree and lasts infinitely longer. That's the real differences. It's, you know, a little brighter as well and more stable. That's the advantages of light. Who, who are you recommending these ultra short throws to? What, what kind of consumer? You know, we display them and that helps just sell them to everybody who just walks in and sees them because it's new. It's a new category. The whole category is only four to four and a half years old since it started, but it was $25,000. Now it's gotten to be that quality, if not even a little bit better, for 5000 and comes with a screen. And um, so it appeals, and you can use it in high ambient light, moder at least moderate ambient light, and get a very decent picture. So it's starting to, you know, if you show it, and we show it because we're a cutting-edge showroom, 
then you sell more of it because you demonstrate it. And it really does demonstrate beautifully. I mean, this this these new projectors look beautiful. So we have the uh, Samsung $6,000, the Hisense $5,000 on display, and the LG $5,000 HU85LA, all three ultra short throws. And speaking of projectors, how excited are you for the new JVCs? I am over the top. First of all, JVC has been the best projector company for a lot of years. And they took that title away from some IT company, tell you. They just did it with great black levels primarily. Again, bringing up black levels being the most important thing. And that category sorely needing better. Boy, did they lead that, the best blacks in, in the last generation that they did, the NX5, 7, and 9. The NZ line is very welcome. I, I hope the blacks are as good. I don't think they can get them any better. I'm a little concerned because it's everything's new, laser light, of course. But boy, am I looking forward to it. And you know, I'm, a, I'm an enthusiast for 8K. And uh, I didn't get it yet. I've borrowed it m many times. My friend's 8K, native 8K professional camera. And I shoot native 8K. I shot my son's wedding. And boy, do I have great video. I thought I belonged in Hollywood when I saw this on an 85-inch <laughs> 8K TV. Nice. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So I shot still and video in native 8K HDR Very in my cool. backyard of my house. And I played it on paid it back on several different 85 inch samsung and sony and lg tvs i played it on 88 inch 8k thirty thousand dollar oled yeah it looks good well i'm so, wait, waiting anyway, from waiting for mine okay. the the proverbial waiting for the ship to come in and so yeah uh, so wait waiting for those to transfer overseas and obviously yeah. uh uh, with my basement woes, uh, it's going to be a matter of time and getting it up and running. To, boy, I can't yeah. wait. So um, you, you mentioned that you have a couple theaters in your house as well, and you said that you've become kind of a fan of streaming. Um, are you mixing streams and digital purchases and discs, or are you sticking mostly to discs these days? Well, I, I am doing both, but I, I think that I've gotten lazy, particularly lately, because my life has become very, 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 very busy. I don't want to use the word hectic, uh, because I do have control pretty much, but boy the volume of what I have to process because the growth of my company and I'm not the type of person that wants to just hire more people. I have to deal with more people that way. I don't know. And I like giving the personalized service, but we've gone through some terrific growth and uh, just the volume of calls and emails and private messages has exponentially as our sales have also exponentially grown. So I have no time. So now I watch much less TV and less movies and what can I catch on broadcast TV and could I catch a little news and I'll watch a tiny bit of some shows that I've watched before but well, I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed to say I'm into this because I love the craft and I love theater and I'm not doing it as much as I used to. So um, I think I need to bring a good manager into my company. Maybe this is a good way to recruit one. All right. Well, we'll... Uh, you, you... Sam? You, you, Sam, you... how do you like the <laughs> Well, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty well engaged right now, uh, Robert, but... Uh... That, boy, that might be a fun retirement job. <laughs> well, Brian, how are you doing in your life? <laughs> oh, you know, each one of us has our own project, set of projects that yeah. give us uh, filled right. up. But, you know, I still make time to, to do this little uh, shindig with Sam because some theater 
Yeah, I agree. It's just like it's so much fun. The hobby's so much fun. Oh, I, I get enjoyment out of, out of, you know, setting up home theaters for other people so they can have the theatrical experience at home. So I'm with you. Man. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. How great this is. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so, so yeah. with with the pandemic, we've seen a lot of people staying at home to watch a lot more TV. Have you started to see the, the actual foot traffic uh, creeping up, Robert? It's been that way for the last uh, how many months now is it? 16 months since the pandemic yeah. started kicked in. It's been up in a large spiral upward path and seems like it's never ending. That's, well, that's why good. I said I'm so busy. I can't watch TV anymore. <laughs> well, are you going to have time to go to CES? I'm going to try to make the time because I love that show and I never missed a live one in the last who knows what, almost 30 years. So yes, I want to go. I, I was I, hoping to make it my first one. I'm still on the fence here. We'll see. We'll see if they, yeah. they can make a go of it. You know, the CD got canceled at the last minute. Didn't They didn't even cancel it. They just, everybody yeah. bled out from it. So we'll see if that happens with CES. But if it happens, I, I hope to see you there. Absolutely. Well, good. And you should come. It's a pretty exciting show. And you would probably get press credentials to come into the press Oh, I, I mean, I, I've already registered. So it's just a matter of whether I follow through and get the hotel and, and airplane. So that we'll see. We'll see how that. Yeah. And those JVC projectors, by the way, are scheduled for uh, next week. We'll see if it's I may have to put a fire underneath my uh, contractors to, to get that basement up and running. Or maybe yeah. I'll project against a blank wall while, while, while that happens. Yeah. Well, you can, you got time to get it set up. You got some nice TV upstairs, right? I do. And in fact, that actually uh, was the other question I was going to ask you. Any word on when the Denons are going to ship the 1700s? Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, you know what? If you don't mind a follow up on that, I will okay. get you the definitive answer tomorrow. That'd be great. I, I, I've heard the, the rumors that they're starting to show up to retailers. So I was hoping to I see that I think it's soon. about now. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know we have them on order, but I do have one. One little place to peek in that might show it's not the most reliable no me. that's fine that's fine i just didn't know if you knew off the top of your head and um i have been shuffling uh in, i've been shuffling inputs between three different devices to get that 4k 120 going on last year's yeah. denon so having three inputs is going to be a lifesaver for me yeah so let's see that's an x 1700h yep okay here it comes with an avr in front of it this is just not the best dealer portal I'm checking into. Okay. Oh, it looks like it's next week though. All right, next week works for me. Yeah. Boy, I can't believe it's six ninety nine. What a, what a what a great deal, right? That really is. Yeah. <laughs> that really is. Yeah, I've been I've been using the older model and it's been rock solid and it's going to go to somebody who's going to really like getting my old this one. This is a really really nice receiver at a yeah. crazy low. You got the the uh, Odyssey, you got three inputs, sturdy. That is terrific. And EOS is a nice product built in. You know, I've never used that. I've, I've Put never it on had... your app and you'll love it. It yeah. really is good. They I'll have, have title on it. It's really good. I will have to try it out. I, I know yeah, people rave great. about it or are into it. Yeah, very good. And you have AMFM locally, you know, from internet, and you also have it worldwide. So if you want to listen to Radio Free Europe or something, go right ahead. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I haven't tried that either. <laughs> okay. Well, is there anything All else right, you I'm, want to What's that? I'm telling you, the sale of uh, what's going on now, these are doorbusters. Right. They are. Yeah. And especially on the TV OLEDs, are. right? Pardon me? Especially on the OLEDs. What what a deal on They really are. Um, LG C1, it's so low, the price. Even a 48 inch is 1099. That's crazy. And that's a loot that I swear to you, I lose money by the time the transaction mm. is over with. 
but I really don't mind. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I don't know how you run a business like that, Robert. Yeah. Well, it's pretty rare. It's only during so this one week. Right. This one week. Right. Um, well, is, is there anything um, else you want to say about value or about Black Friday as we wrap up here? Well, um, you know, I really do enjoy sharing my hobby and getting people to get the best experience and best performance from their equipment. So that's a value that I can add. I have some other values that I can't discuss because of, you know, policies, but mm-hmm. everybody should call me. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and look for, look for news later this week, maybe. Yeah, that's correct. You okay. bet. And certainly for good advice, uh, and hopefully for your next uh, interest in a technical uh, product, audio and video. Well, what a great time to be in this hobby. That That's it awesome. Sure that is. What a big like investment year. And we have Dolby Atmos Audio, not so bad, and DTSX and oh, RO3D, the, the voice of God. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not so bad. I got to tell you, experience it. and You'll a, love it. It goes well with these high-end visual TVs. I got to tell you, I'm playing an, a, a game on the Xbox called uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's different, yep. different. Uh, actors than what are in the movie and they are so good these days robert it's it's like playing a movie now you've got the dolby atmos you've got better hdr than in most movies coming off the video game consoles it's a great time hey real quick for 8k is we're gonna have 8k game oh don't tempt me well, there you go. There's another AK source there. I'm sorry, Sam. Please go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. That was Brian. What's up, Brian? Oh, oh sorry. Since we're talking about video games, I got some bad news, dude. Uh, I don't know. Back for Blood. Yep. Apparently, it requires an Xbox Live subscription to play. Oh, even on the PC? Well, I I didn't look into the PC, but I'm, I was looking at getting it for the Xbox, just the Xbox One. Oh, it's on Game Pass. So so yeah, it's on Game Pass. You can play it for free if you have Game Pass, or you can actually buy it. You know, you can buy it retail too. Well, that's what I was saying. I wanted to get the disc. Yeah, you but can do that. It still requires a subscription to Xbox Live. Uh, like it requires it, even just for single player. Mm, we'll put that in the show notes and see if we can figure a way around that. That might be a deal breaker, dude, Mm. which is a bummer. Okay. Because I I don't have time for subscription. I know. We've had Mm. that conversation. So, Mm. but you know what that means though, Brian? I do. I do indeed. So Robert, you're going to stay while we uh, do our little game here, right? Okay. You go right ahead. All right. Brian, you have a eminently intriguing selection this week. So I am going to absolutely defer to you as you bring up this title all right so robert i am just going to list i'm going to say what i've been watching okay and it is your task with guessing what i thought about what i thought whether it was good bad ugly how he scored it yeah so so this one's a a bit of an oddball selection uh and you'll know why here in a second because it's not exactly one title but we're gonna we're gonna go with it anyway just to change things up so my pick for this week is the entire series police academy one through seven all right uh robert you want to take a crack at whether you thought brian whether you believe brian thought that was a good bad or ugly decision to review all seven of those movies i think it was probably a good decision but i don't think it was a world class of all those good police type movies uh series i I don't remember it as well as I probably should, uh, but I 
I don't think it was the premiere. I concur. I, I believe that Police Academy 1 was an absolutely groundbreaking movie and was hilarious with uh, noisy man Michael Winslow just stealing every scene he's yeah. in. And I think it went downhill quickly uh, with Police Academy 2 being okay and everything after that so forgettable i don't know that um <laughs> i've ever seen anything three through seven yeah. so scoring this is going to be intriguing so mm. robert came out thinking that on the whole it was good i'm gonna say that because the dead weight of three to seven weigh it down this was overall a bad selection so tell mm. us tell us the ground truth brian I'd say mathematically you're 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 on to something there, Sam, because the majority <laughs> of these movies weren't that good. Uh, I'd actually include Police Gotta Be 1, 2, and 3. With my enjoyment actually peaking at 3, I really felt like they were hitting their stride, believe it or not, at 3. Um, 4 was kind of like a B for me, but like 5, 6, and 7 were just bottom of the barrel, wreck, the worst of the worst, like so entirely forgettable. The, the the writing was god awful you know uh was steve it, gutenberg is had it the left same cast before. yeah so new cast right no dude it was only steve gutenberg who left everyone else stayed through it was amazing michael wow. winslow bubba smith leslie uh easterbrook uh, they all stayed with it. even you know commandant lassard uh, Lieutenant Harris, they were all, they all came back. I guess they had nothing else to do. Now I went down a police Academy rabbit hole here. Um, wait, believe it or not, Ron Perlman was the main bad guy in police Academy seven. What? Can you believe that? You're into some weird rabbit holes this week, Brian. Dude. And in, and in, in police Academy four, guess which famous skateboarder makes an, a cameo appearance. Are there other, uh, famous skateboarders <laughs> besides Tony Hawk? No, not that I know of. I'm sure there are, but I don't know them. But Tony Hawk was in Police Academy 4. Okay. For for no apparent was, reason? There was a skateboarding subplot. Oh, okay. All right. You know, those, those, those doggone skateboarders. So I had fun with this. Leslie Easterbrook, I think is her name. She was the big buxom blonde, uh, but she actually has a has a has a talent outside of acting she's uh, a world-class like opera singer and believe it or not during one of the super bowls like super bowl 17 in the 80s she sang the national anthem and the redskins had played that game and if you go we're gonna have to link this in the show notes because her rendition is amazing like I would even put it on par with Whitney Houston's rendition, and wow. I'm like, how come no one knows this? So it's this weird connection. You know, my hometown team, the Redskins. So of course, they're not the, the Washington Redskins football team. Yeah. But yeah, but is she but, as uh, good as Rebecca Black? It's Friday, Friday. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna have you to post into that, that one. And let the viewers decide. So oh, okay. anyway, Police Academy. I enjoyed them. My I watched them with my kids. That they enjoyed them. They weren't really able to tell the difference in the quality from, you know, the good ones to, to the bad ones. But, uh, you know, they were all on Blu-ray, all with mono soundtracks. Oh, but, geez. hey, those first few movies were hilarious and still hold up today. So you're overall waiting this is good? Uh, you know, I have to be fair. Bad, but I enjoyed it, you know? Okay. All right. Well, that brings us mathematically, to... Just mathematically just bad. Mathematically bad, but still some highlights there. Yeah, you see course, what I got to put up with, Robert? Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> It's hard it's to have friends Brian like this. Has to do for all of our viewers here. Oh my God! I... Sacrifices to watch these one after the other. Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like, you know, trying to 
guide people through stuff when they're like, oh, I like this and I don't like that. And I've got it. I would, yeah. I would burn out on just dealing with the people very quick. Yeah. Sam, this I was hope on my shelf do. for two years, by the way. So I finally got around <laughs> to watching. Yeah. Sam, I hope you can end with a, uh, a good film. Well, we'll see. My selection is the new sequel, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which uh, picks up the, uh, not necessarily the story after the latest Ghostbusters incarnation, which had a lot of original Ghostbusters fans upset with uh, trying to put a modern spin on the existing Ghostbusters franchise, the Ghostbusters 1. So what do you think, Robert? Did, did, did that ultimately come out good for me? You know, I wish I knew a little bit more about it so I can comment more intellectual. But my gut tells me that, yes, I think it did. And I don't know why. It certainly wouldn't be maybe age appropriate, or was it? Yes. And uh, I would say that, you know, teenagers and adults will like it just as well. Okay. Okay. It's not uh, just a teenager. No. Right. No, there's okay. a he- there's a heavy nostalgia factor. Oh, very good. Okay, then I vote yes. I vote good. All right. I so, may I may have given it away, Brian. I don't know. What do you think? Uh so so the director of this new Ghostbusters film, yes. is it Jason Reitman? It it is indeed. Yeah. He also wrote it, co-wrote it, uh based on a an existing script that he had, I believe, before the 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 latest Ghostbusters debacle. Um, yeah, right. And I think some versions of it had floated around the internet, but it used that as a basis, but with some. T- All right. So Jason Reitman is on my radar for an unrelated reason. He he directed Juno, which most of us I'm sure are familiar with, and this other movie with George Clooney um, and Vera Far- Farmiga up in the air. Did you ever see that one? No, no. And and I I know that he's been kicking stuff around for a while, but I haven't. Haven't really, you know, honed in on what he's produced. He's also done another title, which I have here in my hand, just came in the mail today, okay, called Men, Women, and Children. Never even heard of that one. It's a fantastic movie. It's got Adam Sandler in it. uh, Sorry, Adam Sandler in it, but not doing his typical Adam Sandler dreck. Um, this one's got a lot, of, a lot of a few famous people in it. It's 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 a drama. It's kind of like a social commentary on how our vir- virtual lives are interfering with our real lives and where these characters go with that. And I really like it. It's got your boy from Baby Driver. W- what's the Baby Driver's name? Uh, uh, Ansel Elgort. Yeah, it's got him in it too. Yeah, something yeah, like but that. I'm sorry. If I I'm really butchering love this that movie. Name. So I think it's going to be good based on his body of work. I think that he produced a good Ghostbusters film. But say, please tell us no spoilers because I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's actually a good movie, and I'll tell you that the the story itself is okay. Um, it 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 is an absolute nostalgia <clears throat> injection. It's just like open up your veins and uh, you know. Poor, poor nostalgia in it with uh, ties to the previous cast, which I don't think we're giving anything away. That was in the trailer, although we'll put a spoiler alert there. Um, but yeah, um, the 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 new kids that are the leads on it are um, are, are are decent actors, w- w- way better than uh, uh, Megan Fox. At least <laughs> they show some range. Um, and uh, of course, there's the sexiest man alive, Paul Rudd, in it, and I don't know the woman's woman lead's name. She does okay, um, but the the effects are terrific. Um, it is without a doubt my second favorite Dolby Atmos track ever, behind uh, Battle for Planet of the Apes. I absolutely cannot wait for this to come home. 
uh, terrific HDR uh, throughout and uh, just fun creatures, uh, including the, the mini Stay Puffs that are in the trailer. Spoiler oh, for alert. crying out loud, you're doing it wrong. Son. I know, I know. God damn it. So, yeah, we'll figure that out. But yes, good movie, and uh, I recommend it, and uh, I will have it on day one when it comes home to display on my JVC laser uh, projector when Robert hooks me up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, hey, before I forget, I got a number for you. You got her number? Uh, no, I, no. <laughs> not yet. Um, I got a number. Oh, I have total. discs? Yes, All right. of what I've ordered. My wife won't let me order anymore, but I might sneak a few in mm-hmm. when she's not looking. Yep. Um, I'm not happy about this number. It actually shocked me when I tallied it up as we were doing this show. 49. Wow. And there's still four days to go before the actual Black Friday. I told you, man, I'm insane with this stuff. It's unhealthy. I need help. Okay. Well, you know what we might have to do, uh, Brian, is get you hooked up so that you can do the codes yourself uh, so that you'll have them and upgrade for 4K and 8K in the future. (laughs) Perhaps one day, one day. But I'm sure I'm going to be sending some some more your way, though. Well, if you have any, I will surely take them. You know that. I appreciate it so much, buddy. I wish both of you guys a very happy Thanksgiving as we start wrapping this up but uh robert it was terrific having you on finally i i i I wish rest for you on thanksgiving so that you can get back at it on the real black friday through cyber monday and i cannot wait for two packages from you very very soon i hope okay so we'll 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 try to keep you in business a little bit (laughs) very good okay thank you it's a pleasure to be with you thanks so much for having terrific all right thank you Brian, you got anything else to wrap up with? No, we're good, man. All right. We are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time.